It's news to us. It is the week of September 14th, 2020. Welcome to the show. My name is Eddie. I'm Jason. And Katie. Another big week of news happening. There was, again, we say this every week, so many news stories that are out right now that it's hard to pick. It really is because there's a crisis around every corner. I mean, we all dog is gets angry now, right? as soon as we get on the. As, he doesn't bark until I get on the show. He goes pissed too. He's mad. <laughs> He's tired of reading the New York Times. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's it's taking a toll on everybody. I feel like, but we're getting closer and closer to the election. Our election coverage continues uh, next week with another guest. We did have a guest planned, just a little behind the scenes. A guest uh, planned for tonight, but that guest had to reschedule. So. Uh, we instead will just talk about all this crazy news going down. Like, for example, uh, DJT, he uh, he, uh, he actually did an interview with Bob Woodward, which is a really weird move. We'll tell you why, but there's audio of DJT saying things that contradict his public statements when it comes to COVID-19, believe it or not. In other words, he lied. No way. No. Uh, it's also more deadly than your... You know, your, even your strenuous flus. That's what DJT was saying just days before he had a rally and called the COVID a uh, Democratic hoax. That's just days before he said that. Um, mm. So we'll talk about that. Wildfires going on. There is uh, some weird stuff happening at the CDC. Speaking of COVID, some strange things happening with the NFL. It's a lot of weirdness. It's just like, get your weird on with its news to us. It's news to us. With Eddie, Jason, and Katie. Yeah. You guys doing good, though? You guys holding up? We're hanging in there. I feel no, like... I'm, I'm not doing good. There's like some low energy. Yeah, it's kind of a rough day today. Rough day. I'm sorry to hear that. We partied too hard yesterday. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, today's your daughter's birthday, though. So happy birthday to your daughter. Yeah, we had a birthday party yesterday. Thank you. It was a rager. Rager. Yeah. With, with the grandmas outside. Yeah. What, what was that like doing a birthday party for a kid during this pandemic? Small. Family only outside. Outdoors in the yard. Small family <laughs> gathering. It was a puppy party, too. There were a lot of puppies. It was cute. There was, like, way too much cuteness. Oh, okay. Did it feel my weird? My brother got a puppy, my aunt got a puppy, and we have a puppy, so. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But does it yeah. feel weird at all, like, uh, having a birthday party or a little, even a small gathering? Do you have that in the back of your head still, that it's not a normal time? There's a pandemic going on, and this, you know. It was hard to play them because you have to think of that the whole time and so everybody you invite you're just like, God, this, you know. But I mean, everybody attends knowing that you know, there's a chance and we kept it super small and every, I mean, everybody who, we stayed outside in the yard thank God it was a nice day so we were able to do that and wasn't we weren't smoked out so there's that. And there's and being outside. From what I understand, uh, what I've been reading is the smarter thing to do because if somebody has COVID, the viral load is smaller if you're standing next to them and they're breathing it out and you're breathing it in because most of it will fall. But when you're indoors in an area that has air conditioning or is humid, um, 
uh, it's it's easier to spread or just in humid areas in general. And it's very dry here. Now, I don't know. Like, I don't just I, it's just like weird information we get all the time because we haven't been told the truth since the beginning. That's just sort of what I is that what you guys have read to on this? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense too. like if it's a airborne viral infection, then if you're indoors and you breathe recycled air that's recycled through a, a, an air system, then, yeah, of course, it's going to pass more easily. Right. Yeah, but so, at the beginning of this, so we we didn't really know. We we were like, I was thinking back to that, back to March, and I was freaked out to touch every surface, and yeah, more so than I was, was about breathing because they didn't tell us to wear masks. In fact, they there said not to wear masks. Controversy about it. Yeah, we were bleaching everything that came through our door. Yeah, my hands rough. were turning red. Yeah, my hands were all cracked and red, and now I'm still washing my hands a lot. Like I'm being well, you more, more thorough, but I'm yes. not like I'm not like paranoid and doing it every five minutes like I was before. I'm just being more smart about it. I but quit bleaching my groceries. I did too. I did too because I, I, you know, at first we we're like we didn't know we didn't know what was going on because we weren't told the truth about yeah. what was happening, even though our quote unquote leader knew the truth, and that is the most frustrating goddamn thing about this whole thing and yeah. that uh leads us to our dirty deets the dirty deets an in-depth look at this week's most important stories so djt sat down with bob woodward that name should be familiar to to you this is the guy he was part of the team that brought down richard nixon president nixon the whole watergate scandal he's the guy He's the reason why Gate is uh, tagged at the end of every scandal because of Watergate. Uh, this guy and his partner, Carl Bernstein, they were uh, tipped to the break-in at Watergate Hotel, and then they investigated what was happening there. So this guy has been around for a long time. He's a, he's a bestseller, has a lot of books. Uh, but the guy, really, who brought down President Richard Nixon has been talking to Donald Trump. Something like 18 different interviews he did with them over the phone. Recorded. Recorded with All zero recorded. White House aides. Yeah. His, and, they knew, and, and DJT knew that it was recorded. Yeah, he knew it was recorded. and But it's kind of funny. He did go around his press people. And his press people like knew that he was talking to Bob Woodward maybe once or twice. But he, he had no idea that Trump was almost like treating Bob Woodward, the guy who brought down Nixon as his personal therapist. He would call up and just like spill things like like a stream of consciousness like telling the truth for once in his life it was ve it's very strange you know i feel like it might have been a relationship that he shares with uh hannity and he just it just carried over thinking that woodward was uh a loyal like a loyal does. loyalist I, I only have loyal people around me kind of hear that that he thought that he could win woodward over and get him to write something good about him. Yeah, because he was not happy with uh, Woodward's first book a couple of years ago. About yeah, that's what I was saying. Didn't, didn't DJT already do a book about about? I mean, Woodward already do a, a book about DJT. You know, it wasn't that flattering. <laughs> yeah, no, not flattering at all. <laughs> and, and and then after that comes out, this dumbass, this egomaniacal dumbass, Donald Trump. He uh, he talks to Bob Woodward again, the reporter who brought down Nixon, and starts telling him things that are just incriminating. In fact, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump admitted to second degree murder. <laughs> I mean, 
uh, with the way that he uh, lied about the 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 COVID nineteen virus publicly and what he knew privately. Now we know. Yeah. Um, so here's a little bit of these recordings. So this is back on February seventh, and uh, DJT is talking to Bob Woodward about COVID, and he's saying that it's more deadly than your strenuous flu. Now, if you remember around this time, by the way, this is on February 7th, uh, and just a few days later, uh, Donald Trump will say publicly that this is, is it's just like the flu. It's just like the flu. But here he is mm-hmm. a few days before with Bob Woodward in a recorded audio. Here we go. That was uh, President Xi saying yesterday. Well, we were talking mostly about the, uh, the virus, and... I think he's going to have it in good shape, but, you know, it's a very tricky situation. It's, uh, it, it, goes, it, it goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air. Again, he knew this in February. This would have been really nice to know. It could have saved a lot of time sanitizing my groceries. And so could have Katie. Jason. And at this point, we only had, like, what, 15 cases in the U.S.? Yeah, this yeah. is a a good like five weeks before we went on lockdown. Yeah, and he knew he knew he knew the ins and outs. Yeah, he knew. You just breathe the air, and that's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, In other words, just wear a goddamn mask. And this is like <clears throat> two months before they uh, they started recommending us all wear masks. It's yeah. also more deadly than your. You know, your even your strenuous flus. You know? There he is saying it's more deadly than your strenuous flus. Now, okay, so that was on February seventh of this year. Now we fast forward to February twenty seventh. Twenty days later, here is Donald Trump at a press conference. Do that. You know, this is. I, I really think, Doctor, you want to treat this like you treat the flu, right? And you know, it's going to be. It's going to be. He's saying, "Oh yeah, just treat it like you treat the flu." Meanwhile, in that clip we just played, he's saying, oh, this is more deadly than the flu. He knew. He knew he was trying to downplay it to the public. And if you don't believe us that he's trying to downplay it to the public, he actually admits that later on in these tapes. Yeah. He um, didn't want to cause anybody to get too excited about it. Yep. Um, so again, on February 7th, he's saying that it's airborne and, you know, it's very deadly uh, a couple days after he says that it's just like the flu, here he is at a rally saying that it's a Democratic hoax. We all know this one. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. They're politicizing it. We did one of the great jobs, you say, House President Trump doing. They go, oh, not good, not good. They have no clue. They don't have any clue. They can't even count their votes in Iowa. They can't even count. <laughs> uh, then he continues to compare the flu to the to COVID-19 on Twitter. He tweeted on March 9th, uh, about a month after he said that it was more deadly than the flu. He tweeted, so last year, 37,000 Americans died for the common flu. It averages between 27,000 and 70,000 per year. Nothing is shut down. Life and the economy go on. At this moment, there are 546 confirmed cases of coronavirus and 22 deaths. Think about that. Meanwhile, he's telling, meanwhile, again, in March, we were panicking. We were sanitizing everything. Companies were trying to figure out how to get their workers to work remote. We were all freaking out. 
We didn't know how this was being spread. We didn't. We had no information. We were not even told to wear masks. We were told masks wouldn't do anything. Yeah, it's outrageous. Um, yeah, he knew. He knew. He's. He even said to Bob Woodward, "This is this is more deadly. It's five per. You know, this is a five percent virus versus one percent and less than one percent. You know, so this is deadly stuff." That's a direct quote from Donald Trump again back uh, in February. I mean, and we knew he knew, right? Like the problem with his disinformation campaigns is that you get so he's so far wrapped up in this propaganda and disinformation. You sometimes can't understand what he actually knows and believes and what he actually like believes to be reality that's false you know mm-hmm. like does he really is he really a climate science denier deep down does he really believe that climate science is bs or does he know the truth deep down it i makes I, you know, wonder about all these things isn't he i think he's uh quoted somewhere as saying that he's not going to be around much longer so he doesn't give a shit about the environment so that leads me to believe that he probably thinks that the science has some legitimacy, but although he is a science denier too, or he thinks he knows more than scientists, the guy's just unstable. Yeah. He's all I mean, over like, the place. He was never, he was always pro-choice until he got elected. You know, he was a major so, Hillary Clinton supporter and donator. Yeah. Like he's so, so out there. Uh, I mean, you knew he knew everybody knew he knew. And here's it's just now that there's tapes. Here's more evidence. Back to the tapes on March 19th. Here is DJT talking to Bob Woodward again, saying uh, that he is purposely playing down the pandemic. He's doing it on purpose. Go ahead, uh, Jim. Can you pl- you're Jim? Old people, okay. Bob. Just today and, and yesterday, some startling facts came out. It's not just old, old. Yeah, exactly. Young people to plenty of young people. So that's that's one thing that we're still not getting enough of. Uh, by the way, that's kind of brushed over on this. Is Donald Trump knows that COVID does affect young people, not just old people. By the way, yeah, which is <laughs> bullshit because he's sending everybody back to school. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So give me an. A moment of talking to somebody going through this with Fauci. This is Bob Woodward speaking, by the way. Or somebody who kind of uh, it caused a pivot in your mind because it's clear just from what's in on the public record that you went through a pivot on this to, oh, my God, the gravity is uh, almost inexplicable and unexplainable. Well, I think, Bob, really, to be honest with you... Sure, I want you to I be. wanted to... Uh, I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. Right. So, he had all this information. He says he's playing it down. Meanwhile, we're told there is a pandemic, and there is panic because we don't know how to react to this thing. We're told not to wear masks. We are bleaching the shit out of our homes. Yeah, people are dying hand over fist. We're not wearing masks again. We're not wearing masks at this point. This is March 19th. And he knew that this is spread through by breathing and by being next to people and breathing. He knew that. And everybody was going to the store and buying Clorox wipes. And toilet paper. And toilet paper, which does, I mean, it's. 
yes, you still need to sanitize everything there. But the, from what I've read now, I'm no expert on it, but from what I've read, it's, it's pretty hard to get it by touching a surface, but you still can, you still can see. So I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic for fuck's sake. So sanitize things, but we don't need, we, but when this first started, we didn't know we, I like I, boxes have come to my house and I would spray the shit out of them with Clorox and then let them sit it, like somewhere where I, I can't touch them for three days. We're all, we're, we're still freaked out for many. It's he's causing all of us to have like PTSD. Yeah. We have more panic with the inaction than we did. If we had known the facts up front, I was yeah. talking to a counselor recently who said people with OCD. I mean, these poor people yeah. have been sent into complete overdrive because they can't, I mean, they can't leave the house. They can't touch things. They can't breathe it. Like they're afraid to breathe air. Like this is, I mean, if you would have just come out and told the truth to begin with, there would have been far less panic. And and let's be honest, like DJT is the president of panic. Like this is what yeah. he, this yes. is what he, this is why he is the way he is. He thrives off of this shit. Yeah. It's he divide and people. conquer. He, it's divide and conquer. Get everybody all worked up. And then that way you can distract and do whatever the fuck he's doing behind the scenes, which is looting America, to be honest, and trying to set himself up as a fascist dictator. But that's a completely yeah. different story. <laughs> oh, some actually remember our uh, Trump loves dick taters episode recently. Yes. Uh, there was a Bob Woodward tape that came out today regarding that. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's fascinating. OK, I, I really want to know what that says. Um, he was talking about President Erdogan. Yeah, if mm. anybody wants to Google that. Yeah, um, and it, it, yeah. But side note, quick side note on that too. If you there's a, we also made a little video and posted that on our Twitter. If you just click on media, um, it's news to us of uh, Trump praising dictators. I I, <laughs> I put together like some clips. Did you guys watch that? By the way, you didn't even comment and say you liked it. I like spent hours on that. You spent hours on that? It was fabulous. Yes, I did. I literally worked on that for hours because I, I haven't done video editing in a long time. I had to like relearn a program. It was hard. Okay. I mean, when I'm in Twitter, <laughs> I mean, Twitter is us. So it would be weird if I commented on it like, hey, look at this great video we made. <laughs> it's okay. Um, anyways, so DJT, back to this again. We just played you the clip of, of Donald Trump saying that he uh, always wants to play it down. He actually likes playing it down. Let's let's go back to that because I think we have to listen to that, that twice because he, he says that he wants to be honest. And this is what he has to say honestly. I, want you to I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes. Sir. He still likes playing it down. Like, for example, so again, that was on March 19th, that clip right there that you just heard. Here is DJT on May 20th demanding that uh, governors open up churches. Thank you very much. At my direction, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is issuing guidance for communities of faith. I want to thank Dr. Redfield and the CDC for their work on this matter and all the other work they've been doing over the past what now seems like a long period of time. Today, I'm identifying houses of worship, churches, synagogue and mosques <laughs> as essential places that provide essential services. <laughs> What a shitty it. <laughs> Again, so he wants to pack people into 
a small area was sitting shoulder to shoulder singing singing when he knows that this is spread through people breathing yeah i mean i eh. meanwhile dr fauci's saying i don't think that's a good idea well if we look back at that those times I remember reading like pastors and members of different churches, like all contracting the virus and dying and spreading it to their congregation. Yeah, they were like super spreaders. Yeah, every church that opened turned into a super spreader event. And at the and at the in the earlier tape we played, Trump says that this virus is about five percent lethal. So basically, he is okay with five percent of a church congregation dying. I don't. I don't know. Like. 5% of 350 million I just is like 17 and a half million. So he's okay with 17 and a half million people dying. And say your yeah. your church congregation has, I don't know, let's say it's a big church, 500 people. He's okay with 25 of those people dying. Go ahead and just like slaughter. And, and by the way, like other people getting sick with the COVID and God knows what the long-term effects are. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and also he was tweeting during that same time period as well saying, reopen our country. And then he also threatened later a couple months, uh, this is back to the school thing to cut funding for public schools. If they don't reopen before the election, which he can't do, can't do. But now we have, we have schools back in session. This, this is happening right now. Those schools are back I mean, in session. Yeah. It caused <clears throat> panic among school boards nationwide. As it For should him to say that, yeah, because we're sending children into these these areas where I mean, how do you socially distance overcrowded classrooms with like thirty kids and like one one teacher? You just can't. Yeah, I think it was in Georgia. I recently read there's a school district going to court with against the governor um, because they're trying to force schools to open. And this school district is like, no, we're not opening. We're in the midst of a huge outbreak in our district, and there's just no way. It's Iowa. Iowa was yeah. It? It's Iowa. Iowa, like they were, they they were going to be virtual learning, and the governor ordered them to open. That's such a BS. In Iowa, you know, a couple of weeks ago, there was a day where they had a seventy nine percent positivity rate. Oh. Yeah, 79% of tests given were positive. I mean, and that's huge. I mean, we all know what happens at schools, too. I mean, everybody gets sick during the fall because kids are going back to school. I always get so sick during this time um, with colds and and, they all won't wear masks. It's not mandated there. Yeah. So unless the school district mandates it, which that will depend on who's in charge of that school district then it's not going to be required. And you know there's parents out there that will be like, American rights, you can't infringe upon my kids' rights, you know? Don't tread on me. Yeah. My kid don't have to wear a mask. (gasps) I got a breathing problem. (laughs) Uh, But, yep, so DJT knew. He still knows, and he's still sending kids to school. He wants everybody sick. And not paying attention to what he's doing. And he wants us all distracted. He wants the economy back open. And the GOPers are falling in line. Remember the lieutenant governor in Texas? Yeah. With Patrick. 
He's like, ah, oh, who cares if grandma and grandpa die? Like, we need the economy back, and they would, they'll sacrifice themselves for the economy. Ah, oh, that always irked me. I know. Uh, this whole situation has just irked me because I've said from the beginning they're trying to kill us. You did you know, say like, that, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to kill us. He's literally trying to kill us. Which yeah. is crazy. So, you know, today's Monday. Yesterday, he had an in-person rally indoors. No mask when required. The sta- state mandate of uh, gatherings of less than 50 people. So uh-huh. I watched a video of it today. I saw two masks. No masks so required. Ignoring, ignoring uh, local law. Thousands local of mandates. Two masks I saw. And Last time he did this in June, Herman Cain died at his Tulsa co- coronavirus fest. Yeah, Republican Tulsa Herman had Cain. had a 99% positivity rate after that. Yeah, these are super spreader events. He's creating, he's, 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 at this point, he is intentionally spreading COVID-19 in communities. Anywhere he has a rally, he's intentionally getting people sick because he know he has the knowledge. He knows that it's, he shouldn't be doing it. It's irresponsible to do it, and he's still doing it. So it's it's premeditated murder, second degree murder. Yeah, that's that's literally what it is. Convict this motherfucker, somebody. Is it murder or manslaughter? Either way, either way, he's killing people. And what's really fucking dumb is he's killing his own voters first. You know, it's bad enough that they're going out and spreading it in the community, but well, why do you they're think he, catching he, it first. That's why he wants people to vote twice is because he's killing so many of his supporters. He just realized it. Right? That's exactly it. Um, but yeah, so those Bob Woodward tapes, you should go listen to them because it's pretty crazy. Um, moving on, though, with the Dirty Deets, just a really quick Dirty Deets here about um, what's happening with the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, what's happening over there is just pretty alarming. In fact, we could do a whole show on this, too, but just real quickly, I think we have to like talk about this. I, I'm sure you guys saw this, but uh, Katie yeah. and Jason, if not, uh, here we go. The Dirty Deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Is it like a, about a month ago or so, maybe a month and a half, and the government started to, the Donald Trump administration started to get involved with the morbidity and mortality weekly reports that come out of the CDC. And uh, these are authored by career scientists and they are not political at all. They, they literally come from scientists saying this many people died uh, this week due to this cause. It's just like boring stats. I know it's human lives, but it's just boring stats. Is all it's, it is. Yeah, it's what they do. It's just statistics about health. So the, the Trump administration with COVID going on, it, they instilled this guy, Michael Caputo, who's a former Trump official. He has no scientific or medical background. They put him in as the um, Health and Human Services Department's new spokesperson. And he is there. Uh, is, his whole goal is to align reports from the CDC with Trump's statements. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, that's like a really crazy thing to say. This guy is in the CDC, and his job is to align scientific data. Again, In other words, change scientific data, that way it, it matches Trump's lies. Yeah. Like what the hell kind of a country? What is, what is happening to this country? Um, we're turning into an authoritarian-run state. 
Um, he, he, this Caputo guy is also, he's, uh, apparently reportedly having, he's attempting to have these, these reports that have already come out by the CDC retroactively changed because he says that the risks of COVID-19 are wrongfully inflated. So he's trying to rewrite history as well. Which is bullshit. They're trying to argue that people who suffer from pre-existing conditions that get killed by coronavirus didn't die because of coronavirus, which is just bullshit. I mean, if you have diabetes and you get hit by a car, what was the cause of death? Mm. You got hit by a car, right? Not diabetes. You got hit by a car. Well, this Caputo guy, um, really shady character too, by the way. Turns out he used to actually work for the Kremlin. Really? What? You guys know that? I did not know that. Actually, you know what I did read? I did read about that, that he used to live in Russia. He lived in Russia for six years. He was an advisor to Boris Yeltsin from 1995 to 1999 and helped him get elected. And he, I guess, was also investigated by Robert uh, Mueller's probe into the 2016 Russian interference election. Uh, This guy Caputo is so shady that he was caught scrubbing his own Wikipedia bio and removing links to Russia. Um, and before he was appointed to his current role, he was, he actually scrubbed his entire Twitter history, which people dug up and it has graphic offensive attacks, conspiracy theories, and racist comments about, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Wow. So he worked for the Kremlin. Didn't Caputo over the weekend, uh, put up like a crazy rant on Facebook about the deep state. Yes. He's also one of these deep state motherfuckers. He's a conspiracy theorist. He's a he's a conspiracy theorist that has also worked for Putin, and he is instilled in this role to uh, create disinformation. Yeah, but he he believes, I guess, he's doing the right thing. I don't know because he, he I don't know what he's his agenda is, but he's a wacko. He's not See, do, nothing is based on science from this guy. It's the same thing with Trump. At some point, you have to wonder, like, do they do they start believing the bullshit they're putting out? This guy seems deranged to me, like just in general. And like, he's like one of those useful idiots. I don't know. I feel like some of them, I feel like they know what they're doing. It's really scary. It is scary. No, what's scary is these, these people are doing this and 30 to 40% of Americans buy into this bullshit. That's the scary part. Oh, and then there's another like 20% that just don't pay attention at all and don't give a fuck and don't look at this and don't read the news. And People are just sitting idly while the, the, those are the people that buried their heads in the same. Yeah, they, 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 they don't pay attention because they're like, oh, how does it affect me? And they're like, well, 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 well we've been the through the last six months. Yeah. How does it affect me? Yeah, you, you have to stay in your home. You can't go to a movie theater. You have to send your kids to a disease camp. Um, you probably you may have lost your job. How does People it affect don't you? Realize though that these kinds of events are politically driven. You know, like vote. They they vote. don't they they don't tie these things to politics. They don't tie business to politics. They don't tie everyday events in our lives to politics. And that's the biggest shame of America because other countries, they get it because they, I mean, they have fought for um, their 
their democracies. I mean, some countries in Europe and stuff are are just more more uh, attuned to this sort of thing, and they keep an eye on their leaders, and they talk about politics openly and freely without people jumping down each other's throats. Like when I went to London, just even in London, even London is having a lot of problems right now. But when I went there last year, the taxi driver just started talking about politics. Like as soon as we sat down, because he's like, and it was just like, it was like a really cool conversation, just like. He's like, oh, this person's doing that. This person in our country is doing this. This is how it affects me and my family. And it's like, this is these are the types of conversations we should be having. But in America, we can't talk about politics. Good, leave politics out of the workplace. You can't talk about politics in the workplace. Well, well, you know why we it's, can't it's talk form of about it? It's a form of oppression. There's crazy fucking people out there that believe in the deep state and QAnon. <clears throat> yeah. When you were in London. Like, did you ever, did you like flip through chan- like news channels? Do they have like a Fox News channel equivalent? Um, you know? I don't know. But they, I mean, they have the BBC, which I believe is pretty like uh, objective. Yeah, I think that's some objective reporting. I'm just wondering if they, you know, they have Fox, Fox media there. Yeah. Do they have a propaganda pusher? I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. I don't know too they, much about that. They have Boris Johnson. I mean, they had Brexit before we had Trump. So Yeah, something's I, happening there. Something's going on there that's pushing out information. But also, uh, you know, Boris Johnson's whole rise to power is questionable too, and the Kremlin could be behind that. And probably it is, is behind it. <laughs> is. They're I mean, he they're all tied to Steve Bannon and the Kremlin. I mean, it's all tied to the Kremlin. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, fun, fun stuff. I would also like to point out that <laughs> the other day, Canada reported zero deaths due to COVID. Congratulations. <laughs> out there anymore. I know. And, and now our borders are closed. They don't even want us visiting Canada. But pretty soon we may be asylum seekers. So you got to take us no matter what Canada. I hope they don't put up a wall. Go move to a a border town and just drive across. If we pay, yeah, they're going to make us pay for it. Going to make America pay for the wall. Uh, Okay, we'll be right back. It's news to us. We're on Twitter. It's news to us. If you want to talk to us throughout the show or if you uh, throughout the week, we're always tweeting. It's news to us. Keep up with everything there. We'll be right back. We're back here. It's news to us live on Adobe Radio. And, um, well, I guess I can turn on the phones. We haven't done that in a long time. Nothing that anybody really it. wants to call. What, what, what was that about our old show? Chris used to get so angry about turning on the phones. Remember? Because he didn't want to share the spotlight. Our old co-host. Yeah. Fish. Is that what it was? He's like, I would say, we're going to turn on the phones tonight. He's like, don't. Ah. I hate the phones. It's all about me. Uh, So there's wildfires happening in California, Oregon, Colorado, and Washington, all on fire. Global warming is not real, though. I just want everybody to know that. It's climate change. Get the the vernacular right here. Oh, right. I guess we can put this. We can file this story under uh, told you so. We told you so. Global warming. Blaze it. Damn it. Climate uh, change. Okay. Excuse me. You're right. Climate change. We should use the proper term. 
but I've been, you know, I've been hearing about global warming all my life. It's kind of like instilled in me. But climate change is more accurate. Blazes, blaze, everything's a blaze. California, Oregon, Washington. This is pretty crazy. Thirty-five people have have died since early August, at least. Did you guys hear about the California wildfire that is, I think, as of yesterday, still blazing? That was start started by that gender reveal party. Yeah. Yes. And now the person who who invented gender reveal reveal parties is saying this has gone too far. Stop the gender reveal parties, which is I've been saying that for since they started. I think you made that joke last week. Hey, listen, some people don't listen to the whole show. And you got to recycle sometimes because you had a long day. Uh, what is this thing that Trump said? So he's in California. A reminder, this is the same guy who said the way to stop wildfires is to get a rake and and just rake the uh, the leaves on, on the ground in California. And that will stop the wildfires. What happened? He did. A, he had a visit to California, Katie. What? What was this? Yeah, he visited today. Yeah. And this he is what. Visited. Tell us the thing. He set up this audio that you pulled. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he visited today, and he basically said that that uh, global warming is just a hoax and told some firefighters to their face that <laughs> he doesn't believe in climate science. Okay, here we go. Hey, Jim, get that Jim. Because if we, that science is going to be key. Because if we, if we ignore that science and sort of is put there, our head in. Sorry, these are firefighters speaking to the president. We're correct. No, this is uh, California's inter- interior secretary. Okay. And just to set up the scene. There's, so you got these government officials in California talking to the president, socially distanced. But Round a, table. But it's a hoax. Everyone wear a mask, but DJT but and him. Chad Wolf. Yeah. Fucking idiot. That science is going to be key. Because if we, if we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together protecting Californians. Okay. It'll start getting cooler. <laughs> I you, wish, just, you just watch. I wish science agreed with you. <laughs> Hey, well, I don't think science knows, actually. Science doesn't know. <laughs> It'll magically disappear. It'll get cooler. You just watch. I don't, it's, science it's, doesn't magically know. Magically will uh, just go away with COVID. It's the same fucking smug response. You know, since this yeah. guy lies so much, I just had a thought. Just watching him sitting next to these people, everybody's wearing a mask, but him and a few select people. Do you think... He either has this is like I don't want to get too like far in the weeds with this because it's just like a weird thought I just had, and I'm not trying to start a conspiracy theory, but we know how much this guy lies to us constantly. He's caught lying with everything he says. Do you think he either has a vaccine or or is being actively treated for uh, COVID with like antibodies or something, or do you think that he no or he has some sort he or he knows a treatment that would make it so it's not. That he's not sharing with everybody. I think everybody that's going to be coming in close contact with him is rapid tested before they get anywhere near him. So you think it's just testing? Yeah, I that's think. What, wait, I, I wasn't tracking what Eddie was trying to say there. Oh, How sorry. Trump not have it yet. My Yeah, my oh. question is, since he lies about so many things... How can we trust, since he's never wearing a mask in public around a lot of people, how can we trust the fact that that he's doing that. I mean, 
is he lying to us? Does he know of an effective treatment that he or like a preventative measure that he's not sharing with us because he wants to create discord in the country? Like, it's, no, a, that, it's a really that, weird question. Everyone who comes in contact with him is rapid tested daily. Yeah. You guys are I, a little bit too trusting on this. I, but okay. Well, well, no. I mean, there's a, a fucking global pandemic and he's the fucking leader of the nation. He's not going to let him get sick. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, that leads me to that. believe, though, he knows more about this as far as a vaccine goes or antibody treatment. Anyways, I'm just going down a weird rabbit hole. Yeah, you know what he knows is that fucking tests work and we should all be having the same amount of testing for our kids in schools that he gets at the White House. But no, we cannot make the oh, NFL players act enforced. He can't enforce it. For so testing, we don't have yeah. fucking tests. So it just runs. The, the virus just runs rampant. Yeah, he's the only one that gets that kind of testing when the whole country needs it. Bullshit. These Sorry. rapid tests, you know how they work? Like how much time before? Is it like instant? 15 minutes. So you think everybody gets these tests and they have to like wait around for 15 minutes before they're in his vicinity? Yeah. The White yes. House reporters, even like reporters that are at the White House get tested before I think they're allowed in. Yeah. Yep. And like. Uh, why, like reporters that get on Air Force One and travel with them. That's why you hear all these like uh, senators and Congress people that, or or governors of Ohio. The governor of Ohio was had a false positive, but they get tested before they're allowed to meet with the president or before they're allowed on Air Force One. And that's how they've caught every single senator or Congressperson with COVID because they're not testing on Capitol Hill. But every time one of them goes to be around Trump, they get tested. Yeah, Rudy Gomert. That's how they've all gotten all those cases have gotten caught. And I guess to Trump, it's like nothing different in his life. He's being treated with a silver spoon and he's like pretty much like, you know, I mean, he's in his protective bubble. He's been in all of his life. There's no change to him. Yeah. Once he's not president anymore, though, I wonder if those rapid tests wear off. Well, I hope that there's no COVID by the time he's not uh, president in 2050. That would be great. Yeah, fucking great. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got on a tangent here, didn't we? Yeah, but we were talking about the wildfires. <laughs> yeah, what, what are we summing up here? What's, so there's a lot of everything's on fire and all oh, at once. on fire, yeah. Is that Five, anything over else? 500,000 Oregonians? Oregonians. Oregonians? Orgasmians. Or- Orgasmicans. <laughs> Orgonians. Uh, 500,000 have some sort of evacuation notice or pre-evacuation like notice. One-tenth of Oregon's population. And we've all seen pictures like of the eerie like total recall like yes. from all the smoke and ugh. Yeah, you should look uh, up that up. It's like um, somebody... Put together these like really beautiful drone shots, although it's a really devastating scene of like San Francisco and it's all red because of the fires, but the drone it has all these cool shots of the city. It looks like Blade Runner. Yeah. Did you guys see I that? Mean, it, um I mean climate change, not global warming, climate change will cause more severity in these types of incidents, but we all remember what happened what was that almost a year ago in Australia? ginormous a billion deaths with of, of animals a billion animals yeah. died yeah in australia a billion a billion i'm really really bad about that i use those terms interchangeably 
What's climate that? change and global warming. Well, let's call it what it is. Yeah, what's it's climate change, change. But I mean, global warming causes climate change, right? Sure. So I climate change I is devastating either direction. Um, yeah. Just depending. I mean, it's it's to the point where it's almost irreversible. So just buckle up, everybody. We're going to be seeing more yeah. of this. I mean, here in Colorado last week, we went from buckle 90 up. degrees to snow the next day. I've never seen that. Me neither. I mean, we we get that occasionally, but it was like I don't. I've never one of the seen largest temperature swings. Ninety degrees to snow. I've never seen that before. It was high nineties too, like almost a hundred. Yeah, we were yeah, like we ninety-eight. Did a, I did. We hit like over a hundred, like a couple days before. It made that. national yeah. news too. Um, yeah, because it was. You're right. It was like a hundred. Like it was. It was pretty much a hundred, and then it went. From 101 day to literally snow and freezing overnight, it was insane. And thank God it did, because we had a uh, we had a, a several fires here that it'll get cold. It'll get uh, cold. The snow definitely helped uh, helped the firefighting effort. That's for sure. But yeah, they and they tampered down the smoke and ash in the air too, which really helped. Well, how about some sports news? What's happening? Well, yes, real quick. Don't worry. There was over. A thousand earthquakes in Yellowstone in a twenty-four hour period a few days ago. So don't worry. And Super if Yellowstone blows, that's like a Colorado nuclear it's a nuclear bomb going off. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. What do you mean? It's Some worse? people say five billion people will die if uh, five billion billion with a B will die if the volcano goes off in Yellowstone. I mean, will we even know here in Colorado or will oh, we'll it just be so instant? <laughs> that won't we'll be instant. So won't be in instant. Colorado, be suffering? We'll, 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 we'll have like, you know, a couple hours. We'll suffer for a couple hours. We'll choke on uh, all the ash. Fuck our lives. <laughs> oh my God. What a horrible way to go. We have to suffer through Yellowstone. I'm going to hide a bottle of whiskey just in case that happens, and I'm just going to down it and then off myself. <laughs> the whole bottle, yeah. right? Right. And a bottle of pills. You need a bottle of good pills Man, next to your bottle real, of whiskey. Really upbeat show. <laughs> really upbeat. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm feeling uplifted. That, yeah. that leads Maybe me to I'll our drink a bottle after this. <laughs> <laughs> this leads me to our uh, social media uh, question. Uh, how is your mental health holding up during COVID nineteen? Six point three percent say great. Eighteen percent say all right. Thirty-one percent say not bad, and a whopping forty-three percent say fucking depressed. That is our official poll on it's news to us on Twitter. I didn't think yeah. it would go that way. I thought it might be. I thought the depressed uh, column would be a little bit closer to not bad, but no, it kind of blow. People are depressed. Oh, I wonder why. I mean, I get why, but I, I like that's like one in every two people. Everybody's just not doing well. It's uh, it's sad to see. I, I hate seeing this. Are you depressed, Eddie? How are you doing? Yeah. Where Where are you on the scale? How are you feeling? Um, it really depends on the day. I mean, I I I cycle through all of these actually. Yeah, me too. I don't see, I don't think I stick in two one for very long. Like it was, it's really a day by day thing, which also is probably not healthy to have like fluctuating feelings. <laughs> it's not it's, it's not stability. Uh, well, it's probably more healthy to fluctuate than to stay in the fucking depressed stage. Amen. 
Yeah. So as long as you're hitting those happy high notes still, then, you know, there's that. I mean, that's when I completely ignore everything. Yeah. And, and like, I'm, and I'm still sort of not, I'm not the most social person, a bit of an introvert. So I really don't mind staying at home, but I can imagine for people who are used to like going to happy hours and being around their coworkers and they thrive on that. Those are the people I'm really worried about. Cause I, to me, I don't give a shit. I, I never want to see my coworkers again. I don't well, care. Could- could you imagine being single right now? We're your coworkers. <laughs> well, you guys, I definitely miss. Yeah. I miss close friends. Yeah, I miss you too, Eddie. Uh, Could you imagine being single though right now and like oh, yeah. being in the dating world? Like I've thought of that. That's got to be horrible. It's got to be so hard on people because you can't just you can't just be single and live alone and not. You can't have, have random strange and not worry about getting. The Rona. Exactly. It's like, like you have to worry about STDs and the Rona. Are you, do you think uh, people are becoming more like cat ladies now? Yes. Like it, getting cats. The so smart ones are. Yeah, people are hoarding cats and dogs like crazy right now. Yeah, in fact, animal shelters are, this is like another, there's a lot of silver linings to all of this doom and gloom, but animal shelters are reporting that all their animals, they can't keep animals in these shelters because people are like, I need a companion. But I have yeah. to like warn people once things get back to normal, you better have a plan to take care of that dog or cat. Don't bring it back to the shelter because that's fucked up. Hey, Amen. Yeah, I'll be pissed if that starts happening. Get a goldfish instead. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have three fish named Booger, Loogie, and Squat. Booger, Loogie, <laughs> and Squat. That's great. Yeah. As soon as I kept them alive for six months was when I was allowed to get a dog. <laughs> that's good parenting. I like that. I agree with that. <laughs> Um, okay, we'll be right back. More to get to. I don't know if we're going to get to everything, but some sports news coming up. Um, and oh man, this whistleblower stuff, just so much to get to, and we don't have that much time left, but we'll be right back. Hang on. It's news to us. Okay. We're back. It's news to us and uh, some sports news news. It's all about the news. This is Jason's whole thing right here. He's all about the sports. You still about sports? There's not a lot of sports happening, Jason. Are you excited that uh, there's? Oh man! Yesterday, Nuggets won Game Six, going on uh, to Game Seven against the Clippers. Is that what we're talking about? They were down by thirteen. That's not what we were talking about. The locker room: football, baseball, hockey, and basketball. Football, baseball, basketball. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> With the finish that form, he always drifts away. I don't know. He forgets at the end. So we're in the middle of the opening week of the NFL. <laughs> NFL is back, Eddie. Are you excited? It's back. I, I, it's back, baby. I was like actually Yay. weird out to see fans in the stadium. I didn't know that they would do that. Did you know that? I knew the Thursday night game with KC. The opener. Fans in the stands. And, in Denver? In Denver, uh, week three, they're going to allow, I think, like, Five or six thousand fans in the stands. Are they doing like one eighth of the like one twentieth? One twentieth of the or something like that. Seating they used I to mean, allow. They, yeah, so like and probably like no concessions. Are, I don't know. Probably no concessions. I don't know. No tailgating. I know that uh for the KC game, like there was assigned seats for groups of people up to was it four or six? And the seats that were not assigned, they tied together to where they wouldn't, you couldn't put them down to sit in them. Oh. 
So, and they, but they allowed a lot of fans. 17,000 fan, fans were at the NFL season opener between Kansas and the Texans. 17,000. That's a lot of fans. I mean, how are they going to social distance people coming in and out of the stadium? And I mean, are they going to require masks? They, I think they require masks. I think if, I mean, you're outside and you're moving, like, you know, uh, chances of transmissions reduced, like we said before, when you're yeah, outside. But still in Colorado in public, mm. masks are required. So are they going to require masks? Yeah, I just yeah? that. Even when you're in your seat? I would think so. You have yeah. to drink your beer through a straw. <laughs> well, on TV, I saw like <laughs> clumps of people together. There were like clusters. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea too. I think but. the, I mean, like, because going into fall, we already know it's going to be worse. Dr. Fauci is saying everybody hunker down this fall. And then we have football coming along and that's going to like exasperate everything. Cause people are going to be like, fuck it. I'm going to have myself a chili cookout. Who wants to come over and watch it on the big screen? Yep. Um, people are gonna, they're not going to be able to control this Super Bowl. Oh my God! Can you imagine Super Bowl? People are going to uh, they're not going to follow anything unless unless their family members are dying, and by that point, everybody's probably going to have one. Uh, We're going to have Joe Biden in office by then, and it's going to fix things. He's going to start fixing things, and people are going to change the way they rule by then. I, hope I have so. faith in that. Oh, you'll have pro you'll have protest Super Bowl parties. I'm sure. Well, yeah. So we're not going to hang out for the Super Bowl? <laughs> Maybe just Eddie. Hey, there could be a... Uh, we might know more about it then uh, and uh, might have better... Uh, who knows? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Colorado <laughs> still has really good transmission rates. Like Colorado, no. we've done well. We're doing well. Yeah, we're doing well. They've stayed low. They've stayed at 2%. Everybody wears their masks because they're forced to. Most people. I mean, yeah, and people who don't are shamed. Shame. Shame. Shame it. Um, but the reason why I brought up this game to begin with, though, is because something despicable happened. Did you hear about this, Jason? Yeah. Uh, before the game, uh, the Texans and the Chiefs came together, uh, both teams, uh, arms locked together in a show of unity, and fans in KC booed them. Apple. Shame. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, please join us in a moment of silence dedicated to the ongoing fight for equality in our country. Boo? What the actual fuck is that? Please join us for a show in faith for equality in America. Boo! That's in Kansas City? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Bad look for KC. And, Misery. Wow. That's just so fucked up. So fucked up. Well, you know what? I hope Casey not only loses the Super Bowl, but is humiliated the entire season because of this. But they have a quarterback named Mahomes that it's gonna that's gonna be a tough one. Mahomes. Or, uh, yeah. Mahomes. <laughs> Did you say Mahomes? Mahomes. That's like, like that's how Katie says his name. Mahomes. I was like, what's going on with you? Mahomes. Mahomes. A couple years ago, Katie had him on a, her fantasy football team. And I mean, she'd always ask me, should I play Mahomes? <laughs> well, I mean, he's probably going to win the Super Bowl again. 
So this was like his first year, though. So didn't I uh, win? <laughs> yeah, with Mahomes. Mahomes, he's a good pick. Everybody, now everybody wants Mahomes. Back then, you you couldn't. Uh, he's he, he was just out there, easy to mm. grab in the fantasy league. Um. Anyways, okay. Shame on you, Kansas City. Shame. Shame. And we'll see you guys Shame. next time. Next episode, we will do a lighter side of its news to us because this episode was just too goddamn depressing. Bye, everybody. Any final words? Okay. Vote. Wear a mask. Oh, yes. Vote. Thank you. Adobe.com slash vote. Register to vote. Wear just your mask. Fu- just fucking vote. <laughs> Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple.